mi gente que la que hay, muchas bendiciones para todo el mundo en el día de hoy, parte de mi momento del tal, hijo de la Santa Muerte Podcast, you know, came today with a topic that a lot of people keep asking me, you know, well, it's been a topic forever, you know, a lot of people, you know, just need information, it is what it is, my podcast, you know, I did this podcast to, I never have a topic to talk about. I just like to flow, you know, go with the flow and just put whatever information that I have out there and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I had this one person telling me that um that they noticed that I have my legua, I have my atrocity, my wound, and et cetera, et cetera. And that um, you know, if it was okay to work on a Santa Muerte y con you know lorichas and et cetera, et cetera. Now Let me just make one thing straight. A lot of people do. Okay? Me personally, I don't. Me personally, in my situation, what happened was, when I first started, first of all, I have an aunt. Okay? It's more like a grandmother to me that passed away, and she was a Santera, and she passed away, and she was very high in that religion, and she passed away crowned So I was always involved. I was always around La Santeria. Okay, I always loved it. My first uh, Coyales was Santa Barbara. She gave them to me, and I love them dearly. I love the religion de Santeria. I really do. All right, it's a beautiful religion, and I love it. I love it, right? Okay, so before I got involved con la Santa Muerte, before I met my Santa Muerte, before I had the opportunity to be in la, en el mundo de la Santa Muerte, I already had my Elegua. I already had my Atrocy, my Ogun. I already had my Collares, okay? But I wasn't baptized into the religion. But I did have my Guerrero, my Elegua, my Ogun, okay, my Collares. And to this day, I still do. And I love them very much. Very, very, very much because I know what, I have, what they have done for me when I first got them, all right? So I was very blessed with that. So... Uh, the person that was helping me and was going to baptize me, et cetera, et cetera, you know, he was from Panama and he disappeared, you know? So now this is another thing that I want to say before anything, if you're going to get baptized in any religion, make sure that person, you know about that person, make sure that person is never going to disappear and you're never going to know about the person after he baptized you. Because when you, a baptism is so serious, like this is the person that's going to guide you. This is the person that you want, I'm not saying to bother him all the time, but when you do need an advice or an answer to a question, you want him to be there for you and to be able to answer it as much as possible. Okay. So in my situation, that person disappeared. So I just kept with my legua and the stuff that my caldero and stuff that I was given. Okay, beautiful. I never went to look for anyone else because I'm very personal about that life. You know what I'm saying? You just don't want to... First of all, you already got your stuff, your caldero. The next person can't bump into the next person work. You got to start all over. So I was satisfied with my elegua, my otrosi, my group. So I never looked forward to do anything else. Then, as years went by, many, many, many years, okay, I met my Santa Muerte. Okay? Now, What I did was, before all that, I continued in the religion with my St. Michael's, with my Santa Ana, 
Mazán um, Elías, Más Santa Marta, uh, Chango Macho, um, Santa Clara, you know, and Santa Ana. You know, I stood, I always bought Santos. I was always, in my house, you always find Santos because, like I said, I'm Catholic, so, you know, I love my Santos. So now, with that being said, you know, they asked me, this was the question, do you continue to serve your ramientas, which is your legua, your chosi, your goon, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. What I do is I give them offerings. I don't ask them for anything. I don't. Only to take care of my family. All right? Why? Because I respect them and I love them. But I already found my path con mi Santa Muerte. Now, I didn't abandon them. Welcome back. So, like I was saying, I didn't abandon them. Okay? I would never do that. I never said, you know what? I'm going to give them away. I'm going to get rid of them. No. What I did was I dedicated another side of the house for them, okay, now, I do give them their offerings, okay, it's the right thing to do, I do give them their offerings, okay, I do, uh, to this day, I still give them candy, I put their glass of waters, I attend to them, but I don't ask them for anything specific, just for a blessed life, okay, uh, the difference that people have to understand is, okay, and I'm only speaking from my knowledge, from my knowledge. The difference is, La Santeria, you have to sacrifice, okay? There's a lot of sacrifice every year. If you have an elegua, you have to sacrifice un pollo, a chicken, every year for that elegua, okay? Yo caldero. Your herramientas, your tools, all right? You have to sacrifice for that caldero. Which is fine. Which is fine. You know, if you're in that religion, the way I was, because I've done it many times. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, i never done that because I'll be lying to you. Um, You have to serve, you know, you have to sacrifice animals, right? Which everybody knows. I'm not saying nothing that nobody knows. In La Santeria, you have to sacrifice animals as offerings every year. Now, La Santa Muerte, you don't sacrifice anything. She she doesn't want any sacrifice, any blood, none of that. Okay? Some people do. And if they do, that's their problem. Okay? Pero La Santa Muerte... She likes natural things, las cosas naturales, significando eh, cosas naturales, cosas que vienen de la tierra, things that come from earth, from the dirt, básicamente honey, canela, humo de tabaco, you know, tequila, you know, and stuff like that, okay, again, La religión de la santería is very beautiful. It's a very beautiful religion. I love la santería. I interact with people that's in the santería. I see a lot of people from the santería crossing over to, you know, to el culto de la santa muerte. But at the end of the day, 
la Santa Muerte is banished from Catholic Church. You understand what I'm saying? So meaning that she's not a saint. And a lot of people that's into Santeria believe in the saints. So I let you decide, you know, if that contradicts itself or not. Right? Because if you believe in saints and La Santa Muerte was banished from church or et cetera, et cetera, she's not considered a saint, then why would you believe in La Santa Muerte? Right? I believe it's because she's the new wave. She's the new wave. So a lot of people, you know, it's like if you believe in the color blue and then a new color come out and that color is the new wave, everybody's going to want to rock that new color, right? More or less. Okay. So, you know, I serve my Elegua. I give him his candies and stuff. I don't sacrifice anything. You know, whatever he has already poured on him and my caldero stays like that. You know, uh, and that's about it, you know, and a lot of people see my Elegua and they say, wow, your Elegua is different from mine. You know, and when I tell them, let me see yours, it, it, it's completely different. You know, mine's is a seashell. It's a real seashell and it's made into an Elegua. And in that seashell, there's a lot of elements that belong in that seashell, you know. So I guess it depends in what culture, you know, if it's Cubano that do it for you. The guy that did it for me, he's from Panama, you know. And I think that's what happened. He had to go back to Panama, you know, and maybe his family got sick because I remember him telling me that he would have to go back one day and stuff like that. It's not that he abandoned me, but family's family. You got to do what you got to do. So my advice, my advice, you know, and I'm only talking from what I know. Okay, welcome back. So, again, my advice is, and I listen, I don't even consider it an advice. It's something that I have done and that I think for me worked out for me. Because maybe what works for me doesn't work out for you. But I could only put what works for me. And then it's up to you to say, you know what? Is he right? Is he wrong? Should I listen? Should I not? And it is what it is. This is my podcast is not telling people what to do. My podcast is more about me. Things about me, you know. And that I think that's what makes it interesting, right? Because a lot of people want to know how I do things and what works for me. There's a saying in Spanish that says te hace el pelo or te hace rolo. Either you do your hair or you put rose in your hair, right? You can't have both. And I believe life is like that. You can't have both. That's what I believe, right? In a lot of things and what I do in a lot of ways. You can't have both. Okay. Um, me personally, I don't want to, I don't want to crossbreed. I don't want different energies from different places to surround me. You understand what I'm saying? I want to be loyal. I'm a loyal person. I want to be loyal, completely loyal. Because I'm loyal to them, to my Elegua and my Caldero, for everything that they have done for me. But now I'm passionate and completely loyal to my practice now. So I don't want to crossbreed. I don't want that different energy coming from different places. 
Because then it becomes a tug of war. You understand what I'm saying? Pulling from here, pulling from there. You know, and there's only 24 hours in a day. Right? I mean, how much can you give yourself? How much can you give yourself? You know what I'm saying? To all these spiritual guides. You know? You have to be dedicated. You know what I'm saying? So you go in here, you're doing this, then you go in there. Then what time do you have? Then you become overwhelmed. Right? You become overwhelmed, exhausted, drained. Your energy is low. So now the energy that you do need to do all these other type of work, where are they? You know? So like I said, I had them before I met her. I didn't have her. And then went out and said, oh, you know what? I want to be involved in La Santeria. That's a big no-no. You know what I'm saying? That, mm, I, you know? Big fuck up the ass. I wouldn't do that. So, you know, a lot of people do that. They involve con La Santa Muerte. And then, whatever reason, their friends or whatever, what not. They introduce them to the, now they want to do the Santa. They, you know, nobody's ever comfortable in their own zone, in their own place. You know what I'm saying? You always want to do what other people are doing and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think, for real, for real, it's it's just bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I think you should stick to what you know. You know? I think that's the most important thing in life, to stick to what you know. You know? So that's my story. It's not that, you know, oh, I'm involved con la Santa Muerte, and then I went, and, and got involved with Santeria. No, I was involved with the Santeria a long way before in my teens. I was young. I was like in my 18, 19 years old. You know what I'm saying? I met my Santa Muerte when I was like 25, 26, around that time. Oh, well, 21, 22. You know what I'm saying? So that's my advice and that's my story. Okay? And hopefully it helped. You know, hopefully it help people to understand now why I have my Elegua and my Ochoosi and my Ogun and stuff like that. Alright? So, anything else that I could come up with, please let me know. Please DM me, Instagram, or send me a message to here. Doesn't matter, I always answer. And again, thank you for tuning in my podcast. I appreciate it. 